Parents and Guardians, it's time once again for the Fearless Parenting Show. Welcome, 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 Parents and Guardians. Our guest host today is Brandon Johnson. He's been married to his wife, Candy, for 21 years. He's from the great state of Alabama, and they have three girls, one adopted. Here's Brandon Johnson. Hey, Brandon, thank you very much for being here today. And uh, I want to let my audience know that you have some special words, some tips, some suggestions uh, regarding uh, empowerment or how, how dad can empower or his, uh, his children. So I'm going to let you take it from there. Absolutely, Stan. Um, yes, empowerment. Uh, I love that word, uh, and uh, thank you for having me uh, on your on your show, Stan. Uh, it's it's certainly an honor. Uh, most welcome. Uh, you are most yeah. welcome. Yeah. So, Stan, the, the word empowerment it makes me think uh, of when I started my first business and I, I hired my first employee. Uh, I hired her to take certain tasks off my plate except for I didn't train her properly to do these certain tasks, uh, primarily because I didn't want to take the time to do so. You know, I, mm-hmm. I was kind of, very immature back then. So, so, so Stan, guess who kept on, do, uh, on doing those certain tasks? I guess you were the one who kept on doing it. <laughs> that, that, that's right. You guessed it. Uh, uh, plus, I was paying her a nice salary. So uh, what I wound up with was, basically a glorified receptionist and um now i I wasn't aware of what empowerment meant back then Uh, what i was supposed to be doing was delegating these tasks to her which i didn't even know really what that meant either uh but then when i eventually learned uh what to to empower meant i quickly learned that there was a difference Uh, you see okay I have, I have delegated responsibilities around our house uh, to, to our three daughters as they've gotten older. Uh, things like washing the dishes, taking out the trash, etc. Outstanding. When, when, when my wife and I learned the power of empowering, we started sewing into their life verbally and with our actions. Yeah. We would tell them that they were leaders and, uh, and, and still do. Uh, that they were perfect and that they were going to do great things with their life. God was going to use them to change the world. You know, we tell them that we love them and that we're proud of them. There, there wouldn't ever be anything that they could do to take our love away for them. See, I, I believe this is the foundation of empowerment for our children. They do what we do. They say what we say and believe what we tell them. So, so the question for my wife and I as followers of Jesus was, were, were we going to empower them with truth from God's word that says that they're the child of the king, that they can do all things through Christ who gives them strength? When they wow. are weak, he is strong. And, and truth that were going to be catalysts that would fuel them to do great things with their lives and make a positive difference in this world. See, see Stan, uh, so many parents, unfortunately, don't fully comprehend the power they have, and therefore they miss the no, opportunity they don't. They don't. to empower their children with their words. 
every day. Uh, and, and, and even their actions. And, and see, the way we empowered them with our actions was simply just by being there. And, and you, might, you might ask, well, where's there? And, and the answer to that is wherever they are. Wow, that's, where they are. That's, not not where you are, that's right. but where Wherever they, they are. are. Oh, love that, love that. That's where there is. And see, we, we've been intentional on being with them and participating in their lives. And, and by this, you know, we're empowering them with the awareness that we love them, we care for them, and that they are the most important people on the planet to us. Mm-hmm. And, and then when they see this, and they see us, they see uh, their, their mother and I getting up and going to work every single day. We're hmm. empowering them with the awareness that, well, Stan, it's, it's kind of important. <laughs> well, you know, um, <laughs> you know it's a, you, what you're doing is you're, you're empowering them with a sound work ethic. You know, right. You're giving them the means and the, and the uh, cornerstone to, to build off of your sound work ethic and create one of their own and you kind of subconsciously they're taking that in too that this is normal this is what you should do and you're yep. interacting with them of uh, course yes. that's kind of what i'm hearing brandon you're you're interacting with them it while you're teaching them and, and i love the fact that you what you said about sowing into their lives Yes. So, you know, yes. uh, you know, you're sowing, from what I'm hearing, affirmation, you're sowing love. Uh, in your example, knowing that they're going to do what you're going to do, knowing that they're going to believe what you say, you're taking that opportunity to speak the knowledge of Christ to them, to live out that example. And uh, I, I think that's just awesome. So, yeah, sorry about absolutely. that, but I but no, I had no, to call you good. out positively on no, that because those are some no, dynamic and points. See, and see, we, we <clears> want them we want them to have the work ethic that drives the empowerment to do great things. Oh wow! Uh, yeah. See, <laughs> and, and and see, when I think of delegating, then uh, uh, I think of now I think of handing a stack of papers to someone and saying, "Here, sort these, and when you're done with this stack, let me know, and I'll get you the next stack." Uh, but, but Stan, when I think of empowering, mm-hmm. I think of passing on to an individual the belief that they are fully capable and fully resourced to accomplish whatever task is on the table. And, and Stan, it doesn't matter if this task is taking the garbage can to the road, uh, which we love empowering our girls to do, by the way. Oh, I bet you do. <laughs> uh, um, or, or if but the task is to change the world. Uh, and, and, and when you see the baton of empowerment passed off successfully, it's a beautiful thing. So when you're when you're uh, training them up to be capable in, in uh, completing these tasks, how do you go about doing that? I know you talked about being a model, uh, but you know I work with a group of boys in a mentorship program, and we believe in. You, you tell them what to do, you show them what to do, and then you allow them to do it. And even though they might not do it as perfectly as you might have, and you're tempted to dive in, you don't because 
by going through that experience, they learn and, and they need that experience. But but go ahead. Yeah, no, I mean, well, we've learned from our mentor that, you know, from, from, from our mentor, John Maxwell, that uh, of how to fail forward, right? That's, that is my absolute favorite <laughs> yes. book of John's is Failing Forward out of all of the great books. And the reason being is because I've lived that model in my life and, 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 you know, I've had lots of failures, but I've kept failing forward and learned from those mistakes. And it's no different. Uh, I believe that that's the best way to learn. And, you know, fortunately, unfortunately, sometimes it does cause pain, but we learn from the pain. And the ones that grow from it learn from the pain. So it doesn't matter what kind of environment we're in, whether it's a work environment or a life environment, we're raising our children. You know, we give them freedom. We talk, we, we would talk to our girls about, you know, rope and, and, and giving them more rope as, as, as their trust increased. However, if they ever, you know, took advantage of that trust, then we would pull some of that rope back. Draw it back. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, right. And so, and then, you know, here's the deal. By the time that they're 18, um, a wise man once said uh, uh, <clears throat> that John Croyle, who, who founded the, the, the boys, uh, Big Oak Boys and Girls Ranch here in Alabama, you know, I, I learned from him a long time ago. That, oh, you know, I children, love I love his works. Uh, yeah, yeah. You, so if you're yeah, so if you're familiar with John Croyle, mm-hmm. you, you know he's 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 an amazing. Uh, human being has had an amazing impact on so many lives. But uh, he says that, you know, kids are like, uh, their hearts are like a treasure chest. And you get 18 years to pour into that treasure chest, and then the closer it gets to 18, the chest closes. And when, you know, they're 18, it's closed. And so you have to sow into them in the little time that we get. And it is a little time. You know, I used to think 18 years was a long time. Well, I'm 43 now, and I know that I've got one that's beyond 18. It's a, a senior in college, and it's not a long time. So we no. get just just a flicker to pour into them. So yes, giving them that opportunity to to, 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 to fail in, in the right environment, and we can we can come in and say, hey, um, do it again. Because I, I also believe that the repetition is the mother's skill, and so when you when mm. you continue to do things uh, on more of a repetitious basis, then uh, you get you get better at it, and you learn. Well, like you know, um, Paul Martinelli says, you you you. You're never good the, f- the first time you try to do something. That's right. <laughs> and he repeats right. that from John. You're never good the first learn, time you try to learn, do something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Learn, 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 earn your wings on the way down. You know, you know, uh, get good while you know doing what you're what you're what you want to be good at. You know, just go out there and make a mess out of it. And uh, you know, and if, if that's what you're truly committed <laughs> to, if that's what you're truly committed to, you'll you'll figure it out. And uh, and so and it's good to also have mentors along the way, right? And yes, as, as parents, absolutely. You know, dads and moms, that's what we're there for is also is to try to give them uh, some, some foresight. Uh, that's that next you know, stage of and, empowerment. And, mm-hmm. Right. As kids, we don't always want to listen, and, and, uh, and, and we're definitely not immune to that as well. And sometimes it's just like, hey, you'll just have to figure it out at all, on your own. We've given you some, you know, tried to give you some wisdom, but sometimes they just kind of have to figure it out on their own, and that's okay because they will eventually. Totally. You know, my daughter, I was talking to my wife today, she uh, was getting gas and she accidentally scraped the door on her car. Yep. And mm-hmm. she, she thought I was going to be furious. She's 20 years old. She thought surely I was going to be furious. So I looked at it and go, what'd you learn from that? Well, exactly. I, need to be, I need to be a little bit more careful yep. Of, yep. With, with my Don't car be. and everything. I said, you know, I see you're all right. So that that's good. But you know, 
it seems like you learned something from that. So, you know, how are you going to apply what you learned? She told me. And then she looked at me. She goes, I, I, I don't I don't get you. <laughs> right, like, what's going on here? You playing some kind of a you know Jedi mind trick or something? And and uh, and and, and, you know, and that's a great point, also, Stan. Is that I think you know when you lead from a place of compassion, because mm-hmm. uh, you know when you when you when you you know because you know some 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 parents and even myself, I've dealt with frustration and anger, and I've had to work through that. And you, and you pull up at the smallest things. Well. You know, just I mentioned as a reference earlier, what you're doing in essence is you're you're teaching them that's the way it's done, and that that is not the that's not the way you know that yes the most positive model you know to you know to as we pray for the fruits of the spirit right but, yes. you know for patience and kindness and and, and and grace and understanding so when we can pass that on and model that then we're just sowing those seeds into them that when they become parents that they're gonna they're gonna also have those same traits it's no different than when grandma you know bakes a pie a certain way and then you know uh, teaches her daughter and then the daughter passes it on um, it's you and know all. so it's yeah and all. It, 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 exactly so it makes a, it makes but they, you know these are traits that make a, a lot bigger difference in the world obviously than you know uh, baking pies well audience i want to tell you uh brandon has just dropped a lot of gold nuggets and he he's even given me one that you know i i now see what i said to my daughter is that i've it, it's like that pie he was talking about you know i gave it that's something now that when she has kids of her own she can take that and pass it down to and have that grace and everything brandon i really appreciate you being here with me today even though it's by uh telephone you you did an awesome job and parents, until the next time we talk, go out and fearlessly parent. God bless. Thank you, Brandon, for all those words of wisdom. We really do appreciate it. Our next guest host is Corey Lee. Corey's been married to his wife, Kimberly, for 14 years. They have three children, eight, six, and four. Here's Corey Lee. Hey, we're back here with Corey Lee, and he has some good tips and suggestions for us. Corey, the floor is yours. What do you have for us? Awesome, Stan. Well, man, I appreciate you allowing me to come on and speak in and uh, talking about children and, and the blessing that they are and enjoying your children. And, uh, you know, one of the things I think about when I when I think about enjoying your children, there's a scripture that, that pops up into my mind, and it talks about a good man leaves an inheritance for mm. his children's children, right? And, when, and say, when I think about that, I think about, you know, as you're leaving a legacy and you're adding value, you're trying to raise up good children, where you're raising up good adults to where that is imparted to where they are imparted to their children, right? So, absolutely. I, I, I also know, you know, kids are a blessing, but sometimes it is tough, right? So, you know, <laughs> a tad and, bit, a tad bit. And and I, one of the things I catch myself doing is wanting them to get to the next stage, right? So we've got three kids. Uh, eight, six, and four. And I can remember when our oldest son was real young. You know, I was like, man, I just wish he could go to the bathroom on his own, right? Uh, like, I wish <laughs> he could dress himself. I wish he was old enough I could go through the bathroom. I can relate. 
and, and, and we wish that time away, but man, you know, as I look back, Stan, each one of those moments were precious and you enjoy those times. Yes. Um, and you, you asked me to talk about enjoy uh, your children. And I, I think it's taking the time and being fully present with the with where you're mm. at and whatever that journey is. Love it. And um, being fully present and engaged in the moment because there, there are moments to enjoy. So um, when I think about the word enjoy, which you asked me to share about when it pertains to kids, that's exactly what comes to my mind. I love what you say about being present with them. Sometimes we hear them but we only listen when we're present, okay? And, and when we're not present when we need to be, we miss some things, things that we can enjoy, memories that we can cherish, and, and even things that you can uplift them on, you know, if they made it through some over some hurdle and they have cause to celebrate, you can enjoy that moment and then maybe two years down the road to have another difficult time and you can point back to that time. You, you can point back to that happy feeling. Yeah, that's good. And, and Stan, I'll tell you one other thing too is, you know, my dad left when I was about three. Uh, I think I was about three. Mm. And I just wanted him to be present, right? And uh, I, I think being present is really key. I, I was thinking about this the other day. I was talking to her. I'm a, if you know much about the disc, if your listeners know much about disc, you know, I'm a very high I, very high D. <laughs> and it's like, get to the point with me, you know? And, you know, as small kids, they got long stories and it's drawn out, right? And you, yes. You, you can lull to sleep and uh-huh. Um, yeah, I'm a challenger myself. I'm a DC. But go ahead, yes, brother. <laughs> so you, you know about that, yeah. So one of the things I... I I snapped myself out of it the other day. Our son was into a long, drawn-out story, and I caught myself, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And I said, you know what? While he was telling my story, I was thinking to myself, you know what? I am not fully engaged with him. Let me kind of pause what I'm doing. Let me turn around and look him in the eye. And when I did that, it, it almost, like, you could see his eyes light up a little bit. Right? Yes. And he, and he did end up getting to the point in the story but really, he was telling the story because he's wanting my time and my attention, right? So, taking the time to pause and just looking in the eye, man, that was that was good. You know, it, it, it was a lesson for me. Yeah, building that rapport with your with your children is is critical. And sometimes I'm going to speak from personal experience. I make it more difficult than necessary, Corey. Uh, it, it could be just as simple as when they're talking to you, taking a portion of what they said. It, and, uh, and, and thoughtfully repeating it back to them, which, okay, now they know that you're listening. And they, and sometimes I find out they'll, they'll get to the point much faster because, you know, I, I am engaged. Otherwise, the story can go on and on and on. But I, <clears throat> establishing rapport is a very important thing to do with your kids and, and actually taking the time to listen, being present. Man, that's just such a powerful point. Yeah, man, I, I, that's awesome. I appreciate you. I, I think that was great. And you no, know, I, I tell you, Stan. Another thing I have to tell myself is one of the things. I'm an entrepreneur. Um, backgrounds building businesses and those kind of things. And it's so easy to get caught up in 
uh, as an entrepreneur wanting to build a business and go to the world, right? We, we think we can serve the world, right? And we want to be world famous in the eyes of the world. But, but I have yep. to tell myself, do I, I really want the world to know about my greatness or do I want my world to know about mm. my greatness, right? And, and really trying to shift that focus of, you know, I want to be world famous, but I want to be world famous in the eyes of the people that actually know me. Right, world famous in the eyes of people that absolutely, proof, you know, and, and not people who think they know me. Uh, that that really kind of helps me to enjoy the moments. Uh, but I'll tell you, it's a process too, right? <laughs> it I'm is a process. Hey, I want to ask you a question because there's something we kind of share similarly. You said that your dad, your biological father, went out of your life at age three. Um, yes, my biological father never came into my life at all, not even to see who I was or find out anything about his son. And I'm not saying this from a point of bitterness or anything, but it motivated me. I was not going to be that type of biological father. I wanted to be father. I wanted to be daddy. I want to be present for my children. Uh, did what your biological father did, did that influence you and how you or why it's so important for you to take the time that's necessary to enjoy your children and cherish them yeah you know i really think so and i'm kind of like you i'm by no means bitter i'm fully at at peace don't you know i can i can call my dad now you know and and have a conversation if he were to call me i'd answer the phone um i'm not bitter one bit but i'll tell you for me i always was looking for that guy, that father figure that, that could come alongside, right? Right. And, I, man, I'll be honest with you, I'm still kind of searching for that, uh, or I've searched for a long time, and I had a stepdad who came along, and a great guy, but I was more rebellious towards him, so I didn't allow him to father me, right? But for me... I understand. I, 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 it was, like you said, very motivating, because I didn't want my kids to say I don't have a father who's not present, right? Mm. And uh, I really wanted to be the dad that I guess I did not have. Um, so very much so. Very very motivating. Um, and I, I think it, this world needs men um, and women, but definitely men to step in because there's a lot, yep. if you look at the world right now, there's a lot of women that are raising Mom's, Bob's, yeah, Bob's stepping up all over the place. Mama's stepping yeah. up all over the place. That's right, and, and, and it's not their job to do it on their own, right? Like, there's some things Amen that, that, that men can teach. And um, anyway, so yes, it's very motivating to me. And um, you know, I had a guy ask me, man, the other day, what were my emotions like towards my dad? And uh, you know, I'm fully at peace. But I can remember when our kids were younger, and they were the same age when he left. And I remember looking at him and I said, I, I could not imagine missing some of these blessings and enjoying some of these emotions, some of these uh, uh, moments, right? So the emotion that was attached to it was I felt sorry for him for missing out on some of these mm-hmm. blessings that kids are. You know? He could never get it back. He could never get that back. Yeah. But. It has caused you to have a greater appreciation for those little moments 
that just lasts such a long time. Hey, Corey, thank you so very much. I, I think you added a lot to my audience here today. I think there's a lot of good information off of what you said today that parents, we need to take the time to enjoy our kids, to cherish those little moments. Because once that moment is gone, it, it won't be coming back. And we would just challenge you to be, like Corey said, present. Spend some time being present with your child. Well, that's all that we have for today. And until next time, go forth and fearlessly parent. God bless. <laughs>